Okay. Welcome to The Missing Link, the untold story of the Black girl characters from television and film. I am Anaya Wright, a screenwriter, avid coffee and cocktail drinker, and professional TV show binge watcher. And I'm forever fighting for the visibility of Black girls and women. I am excited about this opportunity to have conversations with influential women about iconic Black girls' characters of past, present, and future. My first guest is a life coach, philanthropist, mother of five. Tamara Barbara. Uh, let me add. Hi, Tamara. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us um, or joining me. I don't know who else is going to be here, but hey, um, but welcome. Um, and again, thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me um, and just to talk to me about all things television and, and, and film and being black. Um, but first, I just want you to introduce yourself and tell people what it is that you do, um, because I'm really excited about what it is that you do. Awesome. Let them know. <laughs> awesome. My name is Tamara Barber, AKA the teen interventionist. That's a clue. I <laughs> do work with teens 13 to 18 years old, and I give them tools to help them really rock their lives and navigate the challenges of life and you know all that comes at you uh, in that dash I call from birth until the end of the <laughs> until the end of the line. <laughs> I also am a philanthropist, uh, a mother of five, which by far is my greatest accomplishment. And on a professional level, I've been in IT for over 25 years and I'm an orals coach at one of the top five Fortune 10 companies in the world. Uh, and just really, my, my, my passion is empowering people. And so in anything that I'm doing, that's, that's where I'm at. And of course, this is regarding TV. And so I just landed my first TV deal. And <laughs> we're currently filming uh, digital interventions people that are addicted to technology, working with teens and adults in that area. And wow. they'll be launching on A&E next year. And yeah, there we are. Congratulations. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is wonderful. Like just, just, oh, I can't wait. I just can't wait. I mean, and then I just feel like there is when, when you're talking about technology and teenagers and and adults, I just feel like there is such a disconnect um, with with that generation, you know, and that's that's one of the reasons why, like, I want to open up, you know, these conversations and and that what you're doing is is just amazing. I mean, it's it's definitely something that is definitely needed right now because <laughs> even when I was a kid, I was just like, do, do, do I, I mean, I mean, we had issues talking to my mom, but it was like, it was more so it had nothing to do with the television. It had nothing to do with, it was just, I was a teenager, you know? Yeah. And now there's like all these other elements. There's TikTok and there's Instagram and there's either way, like it's the phone, you know? And so it's like, mm -hmm. it's yeah. it's like to be able to bridge that gap and, and then to, and of course me, I love everything TV. So, you know, to put it, 
on that screen is just going to be awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's exciting. <laughs> so I tell everybody I'm living my best life right now. I mean, yes. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But you have to. I mean, you have to. No, and that's amazing to be able to take something that you're passionate about and be able to create something um, out of it and show people. Yeah. You know, that's that's a that's a world changer. It definitely is. Yeah, and it's been a journey, you know, like coming from when I reflect back on my 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 teenage years and and slightly before that, I mean, I pretty much lived my life in this dark cloud. You know, I have an incredible story of overcoming, you know, life's yeah. obstacles and challenges as a as a child, I experienced sexual abuse. And oh, so okay. for most of my life, I lived it in a cloud a feeling like not good enough and not worthy. And the work that I do, I actually did it myself, which created the possibility of who I get to be today. And so, you know, being able to work with young people so that they get those tools earlier, I got mm-hmm. it. I got I learned them at 42. So you can, you can imagine <laughs> my teenage 42, I was a hot mess. So I was probably <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just kind of, I pulled it together, did my work as Ayala Vanzant would say, and here I am today to yeah. give back and empower our young people and women and adults uh, to to make sure that they have tools to get through those challenging, those dark cloud moments mm-hmm. when you feel like there is no light and there's no one there and it's just you alone. Exactly, and so it's an incredible journey and. Uh, yeah, I'm excited that to be beautiful. This I'm month. excited this that you're here too. <laughs> I'm excited that you're here too. Like that is, I mean, just listening to your story and and I want to know so much more about your story. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it is it is it is truly something inspiring because for you to say you lived in a dark cloud, like I relate to that so heavy, and you know that feeling of. I'm no longer there. I remember that, but now we're doing this and we're on the other side and you're actually yeah. able to see the optimism and to, Absolutely. you know, I just think it's beautiful. Thank yeah, you le- that. Learning, learning that you're not, you are not what has happened to you. That is yeah. just something that happens to you and you get to define who you're going to be in this world, which I think is so important when we talk about you know, mm-hmm. the, the black female roles, mm-hmm. you know, because it gives little girls, when you look at that screen, a possibility yeah. of who you can be. Exactly. Exactly. So it's really a powerful wow. conversation. So, yeah, I love wow. that. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into girls yeah. and, and, and women and, and what that means to us. So my first uh, question for you, um, as soon as I can find it, because, you know, I prepared for this whole thing. <laughs> yes, I am. All right. So what iconic girl characters in television and film do you believe the next generation needs to know right now? Hmm. Right now, I would say one of one of my favorites that I think all all of us should know is Claire Huxtable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Definitely. You know, like, I just remember growing up, like she set the bar. 
And another one, Diane Carroll. Oh, yes. Yes. Powerful, confident. Oh, my God. That's what's missing. And and just an honorable woman. You know, like that is Mm -hmm. what I think today's generation needs to see. Like those two women, for me, set the standard in how I wanted to, how I wanted my image to be. Mm-hmm. As a black woman, educated, powerful, confident. I mean, those are the things that when I work with teens, those are the things that they struggle with. Mm. Yeah, so I can see that. Those women would absolutely like be. And even as an adult. Yeah. I mean, even as an adult, like, you know, struggling with, you know, and and, and it's so funny because both Claire Huxtable and, you know, any character that Diane Carroll played. I mean, you can go from oh, Dynasty to, I mean, a different world when she was Whitley's mom to, I mean, and my personal favorite as of as of one of her later um, characters was from um, Black Collar. You know, I mean, just the way when that woman comes on screen, you know, it doesn't matter what character she was playing. It was Diane Carroll. And as a a woman of color, as a woman, that's that woman from Dynasty. That's that woman that when she... That's right. You know, there's just a certain way that she stood on screen and commanded that. And then the same thing with Claire Huxtable. When you first saw Felicia Rashad as Claire Huxtable, even the evolution of Claire Huxtable, I mean, there was just a certain way that they carry themselves in the body. Absolutely. And then to be able to go from, I mean, from the 80s to the, I mean, for Diane Carroll, I mean, it was from like forever, but you're talking like to go from generation to generation and being like the whole time, every time you see them on screen, you know, you just automatically have to stand up and go, you know, (laughs) you know, it's just a, you know, and I feel like there's a certain woman that does walk in a room like that. And you, and you just, you know, you're like, Oh, Oh, I'm not ready. You know, like, is my hair okay? Is my, you know, there's just a certain woman that you have to stand in front of. And I, and I I definitely get what you mean. And, and that is something that I think our generation, our generation, and then even the generation, any generation after us does not recognize. Generation C. And I, I would say there's like, they use the term queen. So in a, it's in an endearing way, but when they attach that word queen to someone, it's not, it's normally not a Diane Carroll. No. You know, <laughs> Felicia Rashad <laughs> no. type of woman. In aura. No. But like, when I think of queen, like they walk with such pride and dignity that yes. it's like queen, like the epitome yes. of queen. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I mean, it yeah. just, you know, and, and just the way, I mean, and, and and I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's a testament to, you know, how the world was at the time. I mean, because when you're talking about when they started their careers and these are the characters that were written, you know, these are the characters that we wanted to see. I mean, the Cosby show alone showed us something different um, when it came to what a Black family looks like. Absolutely. You know, it showed us what a Black family could be. 
Um, and so it it, it kind of changed how literally how black people were viewed, you know? And so I often wonder, you know, even as a writer, even as a, as a writer now, it's like, how am I, how am I writing this character so that not only do my people understand, but that people who have never seen black people understand how we move, you know, (laughs) you know, know, and, and, and just looking at those women, I mean, God, the fact that you said those women, I mean, it's just, yes, that that's, that's it, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, that's one of the standards, I believe. You know, so no, yes, those the girls they need to know. <laughs> they definitely need to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and you know, you know who else too. Like I was watching, I've been watching this series, and I don't have a lot of time to watch TV. So when I who do, does? Watch, it's very who does? except I me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do it when I'm. I do it when I'm supposed to be doing something else. <laughs> you know, and when I when I do it, I gotta binge it because like that's that's my time I set aside. Mm-hmm. I'm working on self-care. And so one of the things I like doing is watching a really good series. And there's mm-hmm. a series called C. And Alfre Woodard is in this series. Yes. Powerful, powerful woman in this I world. love, oh my gosh. I'm so glad you said Alfre Woodard because if I tell you that, <laughs> I mean, you know, one of one of the one of the the best characters for me, my favorite character, I mean, outside, I mean, she, so many things, but one of the best characters for me. And again, we're going into that, that, that lady that when you stand in front of her, um, the mom, when she played the mom in Love and Basketball, I mean, that for me is an iconic screenplay alone because that inspired me to be a screenwriter. Wow. But that woman, I mean, that movie, just everything. But the way that she, I was just like, Lord, mm-hmm. Lord. And I did, and I did see a bit of C. Um, actually, my one of my my flatmates here um, in Croatia, she was watching it one night. And then I was like, is that Alfred Woodard? You know, yes. and again, I, was, I, was I sat on the couch like, I was like, I have to pay attention. This is this is Alfred Woodard, you know, yes. and so I do need to go back and 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 watch yeah. that. Um, I got one more. <laughs> you said one more. And this is another incredible. Well, speaking story. of love and basketball, though, yes, Debbie Morgan. Um, Debbie Morgan, you know, just... classic. <laughs> I've been watching her since General Hospital. Yeah, all my children. All my, city. all my children. No, yes. it doesn't. It doesn't matter. She's been on all of them. It oh, it, it doesn't matter. She's literally been, like, I mean, she was the first. She was lit. She's still the first half, like the first better, like part of the great one of the greatest super couples in soap history. So you know, Angie and Jesse. I mean, yeah, she's Angie. <laughs> she's gonna be Angie. <laughs> She has played yeah. so many things, but she's Angie. Like, even when I saw her in Love and Basketball, I was like, Mama, that's Angie. <laughs> and I love Love and Basketball. That's one of my favorite movies of all it time. It is. It is. It is. I, I, yeah. I love it. But she is yeah. very much in that in that realm of um, yeah. just 
I don't know. Just she's I mean, so believable. Like she she has mastered her craft. She's so believable. My favorite movie that she was in is Eve's Bayou. Aunt Moselle. <laughs> Aunt Moselle. That yes. was my favorite role of hers of all time. <laughs> I agree. I, I like to think that I would like to live. I mean, if I ever got married and did the whole thing, I would. I mean, as tragic as they were. I mean, not that I would want any man to pass away in my presence, but. I yeah. would like to love like Aunt Moselle loved. I mean, you know, just just the way that she carried herself. I mean, um, and definitely, you know, honorable mention to Lynn Whitfield also. Just always She's another great one. Yep, just always playing these like yeah, you know, again another like I said, like every time I think about these women, like my my posture just immediately like straightens up because I feel like yeah. I need to get myself yeah. together here and <laughs> but Lynn, no. she always i always mistake her like she rem, she reminds me so much of diane carroll yes yes no 100 i'm like i see diane carroll I'm like is that no that's not <laughs> no no that's not yeah yeah yep. well and, and i think too and you know because i'm watching um i've been watching greenleaf so i've been binging greenleaf and just <laughs> watching Lynn Whitfield, oh, you know, yeah. and just the way that she, I mean, just the, sh her facial expressions, like, you know, the way, I mean, it's, it's very scary, but it's so good, mm -hmm. you know, um, yes. but yeah, no, those, but, but back to Debbie Morgan, just, you know, mm -hmm. give her her flowers now. I mean, and I need, for people that do not know Debbie Morgan, I need for people to know Debbie Morgan, Google her, look her up. She's not just Aunt Maisel. She was Angie on All My Children, <laughs> you know, um, you know, and she did some spinoffs, uh, The City, um, mm -hmm. but I, you know, the, but she is another one that has been able to transform. She has yeah. been able to transform in the roles that she, that she does. Um, but that character, Aunt Moselle, was so, I feel like that character was so important because she was, she was looking out for that younger generation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the way that she did it was, yes, your mama says you have to be like this, but you can also be like this. Yeah. You know, and you can find your own way. Mm -hmm. And this is how you can do it. You know, so there was that that classic auntie vibe, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> where, you know, Lynn Whitfield was the mom and it's like, no, this is how I want you to live your life. Yeah. And then Aunt Moselle was that, that safe space, that freedom, you know, she, she embodied yeah. that. So no, that's a, that's a really, that's a really um, important character. And you answered pretty much all my questions, but <laughs> But um, so what do you think that the next generation can learn from a character? I mean, and I think we, we may have talked about it just right now, but what do you think that, a, that the next generation can learn from an Aunt Moselle-like character? Yeah, just number one, to honor your gift. Mm. Honor your gifts because she had an insightful gift that she shared throughout that. And so a lot of times we ignore those things 
yeah. and we don't pay attention to our internal giftings mm. you know, and our discernment and our ability to see you know and and to interpret dreams and to interpret you know life's happenings and i think from at an ancestral level it's so important because when we get so far away from that that we lose it we mm-hmm. then begin dancing to someone else's drum oh and yes I, I, there's a there's a woman she did uh i can't remember her name but she just did a series on um our mothers mm-hmm. and she talked about that and, and she depicted it. it was like a uh an, a biography of all these different young all these different women probably around our age and their mothers and their grandmothers and mm. it was just such a beautiful i actually sat down and i watched it with my mother and with my daughters and so i think learning to appreciate the ancestral giftings that have been given to us as black women and making sure that we are always tapped into it at a spiritual level. I think Mm -hmm. that's something that that really stood out for me in that movie and her sharing that gifting with the young girl. She was was another powerful actress. Um. (laughs) It's, um, sorry, I'm looking it up right now. and my mother's, was, my mother's daughters or something like that. Um, uh, it was, is, is it a Guatemalan film? No, no. Mm-hmm. It was by a black, a young black woman. Um, I follow her on Instagram and mm-hmm. it was just, it was just a beautiful, a beautiful film that she did. And um, I'm going to send you the name of it yeah book. send it to me for Such sure um a powerful a powerful powerful um it was a, it was a it was a commemoration of her mom and it was other women who were celebrating their moms and wow. i literally just saw her post something yesterday okay but it was just yeah, uh, no worries yeah no definitely send that to me um because that's again that's 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 all we're kind of talking about we're trying to get you know our next generation ready yes. i mean especially within you know the last year i mean you're already doing the work i mean just <laughs> trying to bridge that gap um between you know now and then but i do think that there is you know that sort of um and it's so funny going back to you, you saying that to teach that character, Amazelle can teach this generation how to honor their gifts, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think that that's something that can go, you know, a- across generations. And it's so important because I know as a, you know, for me, I'm constantly trying to do that, you know, trying to figure out what is my, my purpose here? And, you know, especially like as a writer, as a storyteller, like trying to figure that out, you know, and trying to remember that, um, and, and how to use that. And, and it's, and I sometimes like, even for like younger people that I talk to, um, I often ask that question, like, what is it that you want to do? Like, that's the first thing I ask. And Mm -hmm. so many, um, don't really have an answer for me. 
you know, it's either, yeah. oh, I want to be a nurse or I don't know. I think I want to, uh, you know, <laughs> and so, you yeah. know, it's just, it's, it's something where I go. And then for me, I'm like, well, I mean, I've always, you know, wanted to be a creative. I've always mm -hmm. wanted to do this, but then I think I'm like, did I? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Did I? Well, you are <laughs> a creator. Like you, you're, if I were to just guess, take a, a wild guess, I would say that you were created on this earth to create. Yes. You were created on this earth to, to give people a platform to share their stories. Like, that's what I would say just in the time that I've known you. And that has been your gifting. And you've likely been walking in it most of your life in some way or another or preparing for it. And... What I always tell people, because I, I help teens get clear on their purpose and their vision. And one thing I could say, even looking at my life story, is you you find your purpose in your pain. Mm. So if you think back to the most painful moments of your life, like what were the lessons that you learned coming out of that? What's right. the silver lining? Like why did that happen? And what what purpose does that happening? have in my mm. life today wow and when i wow. think about that the work that i'm doing with teens like my pain is what birthed my purpose growing up as a mm. teen with no skills on how to navigate life figuring it out on my own not knowing how to personally develop myself that's what was missing that was the painful part of what was missing in my life which caused you know, horrible relationships, bad decisions mm -hmm. all the way throughout. And when I finally were, was blessed with those tools, the realization was I get to create that for young people so they don't go on this journey without the proper tools to navigate life's challenges. And so out of that pain came my purpose. And my purpose is to empower. Yes. And that's yes. what I do. And so always look back to that to those areas of your life that are most painful and you know mm. even in, i saw a lot of that even in eve's bio you know mm -hmm. how she was able to to work through all of that yes all yes. of the all the characters were working through those painful exactly. moments right yep. and that's what <laughs> so made it that's what made it so Yep, that's what made it so beautiful. And that's what made it. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, that is just such a, a timeless film that I don't think um, a lot of people talk about a lot. You know, I mean, I watched it over and over again, you know, <laughs> when it came out. Yes, people, I'm saying how old I am. Just guess. But I am like, really? <laughs> I mean, when I say that that was a, a, a movie that yeah. just just to see first of all to see black people so beautifully but in a different light i mean i think it came out at a time when you know our choices were certain characters we're either doing a sitcom mm -hmm. or we are doing a, a hood movie you know mm -hmm. no disrespect to any 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 film you know that is iconic during that time but there weren't mm -hmm. a lot of films that looked that beautiful yeah, and those stories. Yeah, it was it was different, and it was it was dreamy, and it was spooky, mm -hmm. and it was, I mean, but to see us in it, 
you know, and that's what made it made it so iconic. And then the women, I mean, to see Lynn Whitfield and Debbie Morgan and 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 honestly, it's it's actually another Diane Carroll character that we, you know, we've never seen Diane Carroll Carroll like that. We've never seen her look not regal, you yeah. know. And so to to see her as the voodoo priestess and to be like, mm-hmm. is that Diane? I mean, you're you're talking about this woman defining an already mm-hmm. iconic career and adding this. you know to something i mean Mm -hmm. but but looking at all that i mean and even like sam jackson's performance in that i mean we're we're talking Mm -hmm. about just this stellar cast of beautiful people Mm -hmm. and just you know so i think i was just mesmerized by that i mean i wanted to be i wanted to be eve you know, who who didn't, you know? Yeah. Um, and I identified with her the most because she was such a, she was a tomboy, like how I was as a kid. Yep. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I was, you. I was, yeah, I was running around oh, yeah. in overalls and, and, you know, on my bike and my best friend was a, was a boy probably, you know? And so <laughs> I, I definitely identified with that character. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, I mean, I can go on and on about about these characters in that film, you know, simply because, again, we're talking about how Black people were, it, it changed the way we were seen. It gave us a different narrative, not the way that people were used to seeing us, and not that, not that those depictions are not true, but we're looking at the part where this is just another part of our life, another part of the spectrum, you know? Um, but yeah, so anyway, I want to, I want to wrap things up a little bit. I mean, I could talk to you all day long. All day long. I know you are a busy lady and as we speak, there are like eight. Oh yes, yes. yes, Let's do it. Let's do it. One more that I just want to bring up. The Queen and Bridgerton. Oh, you gave us a new one. Oh yeah. Yes. Queen and Bridgerton. Okay. So I know her name, but sometimes (laughs) because she because again, seeing her um the first time, I was like, who is she? (laughs) You know, I was like, and, and again, you know, this whole let me let me let me stand up here. Let me you know, let me, you know, fix myself. Um, and she was like, the whole time I was like, okay, she was just postured. I'm like, who is this black woman? And black um, woman, they are okay. So there were quite a few women in that. Um, one being, sorry, uh, Ajoa Andoa. I, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, uh, Lady Dansbury. Mm-hmm. And then we have Golda Rashival. Excuse me if I say it wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, amazing scene. I mean, yes. I mean, just, you know, and I'm not going to lie. I, I jumped on the bandwagon late 
So <laughs> I've watched I've watched Bridgerton probably maybe six months after everyone else did. <laughs> because yeah. you know, I'm one of those people where I'm like, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I have to I have to walk myself there. I can't have anybody lead me to the to the stream, you know. Yes. Um and so when I did, I mean, I think I, I probably sat there and I watched that that first season probably, you know, in I, I'd say, you know, day and a half. I binged it too. I did. Yeah. I, did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just kept, I, and honestly, I just kept going, I kept going, well, where, okay, I keep seeing these articles. How nasty is it? <laughs> you know, and not to give anything away, but maybe I'm a prude because I was just like, Wait, that's it. Um, so, but no, definitely hot love scenes. But like for everybody to be all, oh my god, it was so racy. I was like, okay, I, I'm not gonna talk <laughs> about my, you know, that's that's a little tame there. But okay, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was, but that's really why I wanted to see. I was like, I was like, I want to see why everybody's like got their jaws dropping, you know. Um, but yes, no, the 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 queen. No one really talks about um, the just the importance of Queen Charlotte, um, and, and and people do, and people have, you know, and and that's what makes it so iconic. So when we talk yeah. about who the new generation, the next generation needs to get to know, this is a character, um, and, and why do you and why do you think that is? Because it's historical. There was actually a black queen, and so. For them to put that in there, I thought was very clever. Mm-hmm. And it's an opportunity for kids to do their research, which yes. again. <sighs> but that would mean that they would have to pick up their phones and, and do the Google, Google um, which Google I found they don't really do. They ask the question and then they yes. want an older person to answer mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. But then that's why I said they like, do, do the upload research. a video on Instagram or TikTok real quick. I'm just, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's it's the same thing. It's the same thing. You know, there, yeah. there was a thing once called libraries, you know. Yes, but and books. Um, <laughs> yeah, books, actual books. books no, actual and books. that's yeah, so that that no, that is something that um Shonda Rhimes and her team did, which was interject that that a piece of real history there. Um and so while everybody was like, you know jaw dropping over, you know, the story, the salations, the sexy, you know, the beauty of the men, because they were beautiful. Beautiful. You know, that was something that was very refreshing, um, especially for, you know, the time that we're in. It was very refreshing to see, you know, Black people in a position of of power to see black people in a historical setting and it actually be real. And we now have to talk about it, you know? Um, And I love how we never saw the King, you know, we never saw the King. And I, and I really, I, I actually appreciated that because then we weren't distracted by, by this is, this is her marriage to this, Mm-hmm. Man, you yeah, know, she was front and center. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, she was front and center and she commanded and and no, 100 percent. I believe that the next generation needs to know that, you know, as you as you said earlier, you know, queen, that definition of queen and mm-hmm. what that means between me and you versus, you know, like my goddaughter, you know, yes. what does queen actually mean? You know, and I do feel like there are times when a, a, a female, you know, in general, you know, we we should endow the term to each other more mm-hmm. because I think a lot of people, even though, yes, we love that it is endowed to us by a man. I think it is very important that we continue to endow that to each other yeah you know yeah um especially with the younger generation because i think they're coming up and feeling that they need to hear that from their male counterparts Mm -hmm. you know and we you know it should be taught that we should you know teach it to each other you know and and not just the term and the label but to really embody the way of being of a queen. Yes. That's the part that's not clear today. No. Is what exactly what is, is the way it? of being? When you when you say the word queen, what is the way of being of a queen? And am I embodying that? Yes. Like that's yes. the question. And when someone when someone says queen and labels me and calls me queen, does it raise up in me that embodiment? Mm-hmm. You yes. Know? Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> so I think, I could do it. Oh, I could do it. <laughs> yeah, we could do girl. We can do this. We can do this all day. Next time, I'm bringing. I'm bringing my coffee mug, and, and we're gonna <laughs> sit here and, you know, we we talk about this. We do a whole seminar on queen, right? You know, and and we have <laughs> No, and that is that is absolutely beautiful. I mean, I just and, and again, it's something that I also as a as a. <laughs> Late learning, learning for you <laughs> I also need to hear, you know, yeah. I need to, I need to feel that and I need to be reminded, you know, of that. And, you know, and again, to see a, a, a black woman on the screen in a position, you know, of power of regalness and her literally be the last say so of anything. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just something that we don't have enough of and we need more of that. Yeah. So, um, yes. and, 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 and I feel it's coming. It's, it's definitely coming. I mean, yeah. the last, First the last year, the last President, two years, yeah, I mean, it's, it's coming, you know, it's, yeah. it's slow and steady, but it's, it's, it's coming. I mean, I, and, and, and even just with the shifts that, television is making with their casting and, you mm-hmm. know, taking characters um, that were originally written for white women or white girls and making those characters black or, mm-hmm. you know, a, a person of color. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, it's happening. I mean, we're it's getting, happening. we're getting this, this, this world. So I just, you know, no, I, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait for your show. I can't wait my show i can't wait for, yes. for all these things okay but um finally okay so we're gonna wrap it up um but i do have a question so it is 
high school reunion for your any of the characters that you mentioned. Mm. Where are they now? And yes, we are putting all these women back in high school. Let's just say we're all the same age. We're, you know, and the reason why we're, you know, doing high school, because again, you know, trying to trying to remember something fun and youthful and 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 what that's like. But if if you had to do a high school reunion, mm-hmm. you know, with with any of these characters that you mentioned today, what where would they be now? And you can name all of them. You can name one of them. Doesn't matter. Wow. And am, am I making this up? <laughs> well, yeah. So, so in the world, in 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 the world that you know them to be in, where would they be now? Like where oh, from the roles, from the yes. roles. Yes. Wow. Let's see. So, <laughs> this is funny. The first thought that came to my mind was Debbie Morgan. Like, where okay. would she be? Like a high priestess somewhere in. In Louisiana. I yeah. love it. <laughs> I love it. Yes, I love teaching, it. Teaching Aunt like Mozelle. She took she years. she 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 inherited Diane Carroll's uh <laughs> her house and 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 all the things and you know and, and she even nicknamed Eve Pineapple Thief. And even yeah. to this day, Eve is like <laughs> 60 years old and she's still calling her pineapple thief. Right. I love yes. <laughs> and she's doing love amazing it. women's, you know, retreats. <laughs> and and still and and it's still every once in a while will bring out, you know, the the spells to to get your man to be faithful. Yes. <laughs> Or women from all over the or world, to, or, to, there. or to bring, or to bring your car back after he's used it to go to work. You know, yes, little their little stuff problem. like that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, that's a that is fun. She's yeah. a little priestess. Yes, because she she just oh. got tired. <laughs> Debbie, uh, no, Felicia Felicia Rashad. She would be. A, she would be on the. She would be one of the uh, judges at of the Supreme Court. <laughs> That's where she would be right now. You know, I, yes, I want to be. Yes, yes. I, that's that's she, the world I want to live she, in. She Claire Huxtable is on the Supreme Court. I, yes. I. That's that's the world that I that I want to live in, and I see her. I, I, I see that. I see. She, she would have been the first black female mm-hmm. Supreme mm-hmm. Court justice. We've had a first mm-hmm. male. Yep. She would be the first black female. Yep. Yes. And at right the time, there, you know, I in, in a world RGB. where Ruth Bader Ginsburg was still yeah. alive, they would, you know, have like their little spa days yeah, and brunch there. and bitch <laughs> sessions because. <laughs> Oh, you know, yeah. Clarence Thomas is still there. This oh, guy, I was gonna say something really you know. bad. Uh, <laughs> really but no, bad. I could definitely see her. I could I definitely like that. that. That's that's awesome. Oh my god, keep going. <laughs> my gosh. Um, let's see who else. Um, Diane Carroll. Diane Carroll. Diane Carroll. <laughs> she would have been the first black president. It wouldn't have been. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even have her there. I just I just had her as maybe 
you know, Whitley and Dwayne's, you know, (laughs) sometime babysitter like once a year. Like those kids don't even know their grandmama. But president, I love it. I'm I'm thinking about the Diane Carroll from Dynasty. Yes. The Dynasty Diane Carroll. Or she would have been, I mean, she would have been like a CEO of a major corporation, Fortune 100 corporation. But I oh, see yeah. her as like stepping into the political arena. And yeah, she would have had some heads rolling. That is dope. That is, <laughs> that that is dope. It would have wow. feared. <laughs> You're giving me so many ideas right now. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just sitting yeah. up here like, oh man, this was so fun. Oh, Tamara, thank you so much. Um, I, you know, again, I, you have made this so easy for me. Um, and, and just taking away just all my, my little anxiety, you know, but yes, yes, yes. Well, I mean, does your, does, your does stuff, Carol. I am just, but, but does your, your interventionist, like, Pass on to people like me at my age of Lauren. Lauren I'm like, do you? Um, okay. <laughs> no, nah, this is great. Right here, I'm rubbing it out. There you go. You get some of it. Well, you know, it's out because there's a button missing. So, um, <laughs> so there's there's no fixing that. You know, there's no fixing that. Um, but but again, thank you. Can you can you once again because it's going to be recorded? It'll probably be like shown in different places. I have no control over that at this point. Yeah. But can you let people know how they can get in touch with you? Absolutely. Very easily on Instagram at Teen Interventionist. You can also visit me on the World Wide Web at TamaraBarber.com. And links to everything that I'm up to will be found there. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so, so much. I mean, again, cannot tell you how much this has been great. I do want to bring you back, you know, later because I feel like this is something I can keep doing. Um, I would love to have like a coffee chat with you and other women that I get to talk to. And we just talk about all the things and all the feelings and just it's been truly inspiring um, meeting with you today. And I just want to thank you again. I'm inspired by the work that you're doing as well. And again, just beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. You too. (laughs) Um, Yeah, a great day. It's it's evening. All right. Yeah. And safe travels as you thank you world from yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. You can find all episodes of the podcast here or wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy the show. Please remember to download, subscribe, and share with your friends. Until next time, keep watching TV and movies featuring Black girls and women. This podcast is produced and edited by Manaya Wright with theme music from Ava Lowe. Bye-bye for now.